Friday night, I walk alone to get the feeling right. We started making out, and she took off my pants. But then I turned on the TV, and that's about the time she walked away from me. Let's go. Episode number three. What's today? June 6, 2019. 6-6-2019. Little history for the folks at home. 75th anniversary of the attack on Normandy, D-Day. Right, 75 years ago, America showed why we are America. I've heard some other people say it, and uh, a lot of those guys, I mean, they didn't think they were coming back. Yeah. That was some extreme bravery on the U.S.'s part, and uh, that's why we're back-to-back world war champs i guess that's right <laughs> welcome to the goddamn <clears throat> usa so what do we got going on tonight garrett well game five bruins yes game five bruins stanley cup final chara playing with a broken jaw can't Pro- talk proving once again why hockey players are just more badass than every other human <laughs> yeah. on the face of the earth <laughs> It's mouth wired shut. I think he was writing answers to questions in a press conference today. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't think it's wired. They didn't wire it. They didn't wire it. They just put a pad on it. What did he just take it? He took a puck right to the right to the right to the chin face. strap. Wow. Seven foot two on skates. Yeah, the puck you was know. a little high. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure that one was gonna miss the net. <laughs> hey, but he jumped in front of it. He took a bullet for the team right there. What else have we got? See, I looked up some crazy news earlier. I can touch I'd on. like to give a shout out to Matt Musher. Matt. Oh, that's right. You spent just... the day with him yesterday out in the old green bays of Wisconsin's little farmer's market, watching the man sell mushrooms. I swear to God, he could sell mushrooms to toads. <laughs> How was Wisconsin? Uh, not bad. Cheesy. Uh, quite a bit of cheese. <laughs> they love that. A lot of cheese. beer. Uh, work was successful, so that was good. Yep. And then it was on for fun and ended up seeing Matt coming down to Green Bay. So I was already downtown for lunch and ended up actually walking basically right into him. So did you have, out. uh, <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. And, uh, got to go to Lambo. Nice. Had a couple beers there. Still waiting for Aaron Rodgers to finish his. <laughs> <laughs> but, did they, uh. So did you do the tour, a Lambo? I didn't do the tour. Yeah. I uh, ended up drunk at a farmer's market all day. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, options, I guess. Saw a lot more people at the farmer's market. Yeah. It was good people watching. No doubt. Did you try any cheese curds? I We did. So there's a 1919 tavern inside yep. of Lambo. Okay. So Lambo was actually a pretty cool experience. I've never been, like, Gillette, yep. you can't just walk up. And basically walk in and around, like they yeah, got the, the stadium mall part, yeah. But like all of this is inside it at Lambo. Oh, really? So, so there's you just, a, there's you just a walk into the stadium. Yeah, I mean you're underneath the stands for most of it, and s- sort of outside the stadium, but you're still like attached to the stadium. Yeah. Like you're on the same escalators that you go to the game on. Now is that like out in the middle of nowhere? No, 
No. It's like right downtown. Okay. Um, they actually found out they leased the land. Interesting. From the local tribe. Don't piss them off. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, I mean, obviously, I, it's been covered in great length of, you know, the fans own the team. Yeah. So the team can never leave. Not as big a city as I thought it was. Green Bay? 100,000 people. Really? And it's it spread out. Like, there's no, I don't know, skyscrapers, building, yeah. like, I guess that's kind of cool. It's I mean, yeah, it's going into a place like that. <clears throat> very similar to like a Portland, Maine, yeah. or uh, even Portsmouth. I mean, not quite the downtown life that Portsmouth or Portland have, but now I would assume on football Sundays the population of Green Bay must you know quadruple. Oh, it's got yeah, it's and it's be. cool because they do have the infrastructure, like the highway systems out there are fucking massive. Yeah, and it's just it's, I never saw it busy. Yeah. Sounds like they you know kind of planned for it that's the nice thing about out west man i mean even chicago as much as that city sucks but chirac but yeah the uh they had time to plan it out it wasn't paved over carriage trails you know <laughs> yeah, what i mean like yeah. boston is a fucking shit show yeah. so just put hot top over cobblestones yeah but i mean it's cool out there it was so that was a wham bam trip i mean that was you yeah i spent more time flying than i did actually there well at least you get to see mushroom mat and do some cool stuff while you're there i mean obviously beer and cheese curds beer and cheese curds lots of beer found a cool brewery nice spent uh lunch and dinner there nice they had a beer tent um i got into a guava ipa a guava ipa yeah it was delicious you're gonna have to explain i know how to spell guava that's about it yeah so it's a fruit okay but so it's a really fruity IPA. I felt sort of gay drinking it, but it was fucking I delicious. Mean, I, it's I almost as bad as like a rosé. Like, so it's like the, you know, guava all day IPA, yeah. rosé all day. That uh, yeah. Hey, we, we crushed a lot of guavas. <laughs> I think I had I don't know six of them. I was on a business trip with my buddy Jonathan for work down in Pennsylvania, and we were. They put us up at this hotel and they had dinner every night while we were there and open bar. And we got into these blood orange IPAs, which delicious. I, I probably I drank my weight in blood orange <laughs> IPA when we were down there. And it got to the point where, you know, walking back into the hotel room or the hotel at the end of the day after a meeting, walk in and the bartender's like, refill the IPA keg for you. We're all set. <laughs> so they're friendly people. We can go with that. Yeah, if anyone anyone listening finds themselves in Green Bay, check out uh, Copper Copper State Brewing. Copper State Brewing. They even got cool names. It was a cool place. They had a nice little outdoor patio. There was nobody there when we went back for dinner, and I was there right when they opened for lunch. So Nice. But they also, the cool part about it, they've got a killer bar. They brew all their own beer. Oh, funny story. So we're sitting there. I'm sitting there having a beer with lunch, and up walks this goddamn millennials. <laughs> walks in and look. The bartender, who I believe was the owner, was standing there, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, what can I get you?" He's like, "Do you have any Blue Moon?" And he's like, uh, "No, we're a brewery. Like, if you want Blue Moon, go to the bar." across the street yeah 
And the kid was like, oh, well, I mean, I didn't mean to offend you. It's like, do you have any fucking self-awareness, you <laughs> dumb brick? <laughs> Blue moon. Walk, well, I mean, walking into a bar, obviously, like you said, young kid, they don't know. I mean, the guy's, yeah, sure, the guy's going to sell somebody else's beer when he can just sell his own. You know? It was terrible. It was Hate to see that. You hate, <laughs> you hate to see it. So I uh, did a little searching on some daily news, oh. and uh, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy is right. So I found a story out of Washington State that uh, this is what the headline reads. It says, man recalls girlfriend's samurai sword attack. She scared the living poop out of me. I mean, a samurai sword is a rather intimidating weapon. Yeah. So it goes on to say, Washington State man who survived a samurai sword attack by his girlfriend said she scared the living poop out of me. Alex Lovell remains hospitalized following the ambush by Emily Javier on March 2nd in their Washington State home. I was just so proud for beating the samurai wannabe crazy lady with hate in her heart. The 29-year-old Lovell tells the Oregonian in a Facebook message. I've been I've been preparing my whole life for this. Cops say Xavier taped or is it Xavier preparing or Javier? Whole, pre- preparing your whole life to get attacked by a samurai. That's dedication. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fuck, man. Speaking of millennials. Yeah. Uh, cops say she taped the sword in two knives to the side of their bed. She grabbed the sword after he fell asleep and attacked him. Attacked at night. While, I mean, asleep. The stunned level relied on martial arts training and what he saw in kung fu movies, he told the newspaper. Everybody wants kung fu fight. <laughs> he was able to, and this is quote, I was able to wang chun my way to survival. I'm pretty sure that's not what wang chun means, but I respect the use of it. <laughs> Isn't wang chun a dance? Yeah. Everybody wang chun tonight or something like that. He said he saw the look in her eyes, and it scared me. I told her I loved her, and she was killing me. She needed to call the police, or I was going to die. You know, I probably wouldn't tell the person that's trying to kill me to just call the police. With a fucking samurai sword. I'm pretty sure she's not gonna. She's got the upper hand, but apparently she did. He suffered wounds and cuts all over his body, telling the Colombian in an interview that the doctors had to reattach his fingers. (laughs) Apparently, so this little to you know skip a little bit and get into it deeper. Apparently, this man spent twelve hours plus a day playing online computer games. So I maybe she was a little annoyed with that, and also found Tinder on his phone. So oh boy, (laughs) apparently he was swiping when he should have been loving her pushing the buttons. Pushed all the wrong buttons on that one. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should have swiped. Was it swipe right? That's for mm. getting rid. I don't even know. Swipe right. I missed for- that whole. Missed that whole opportunity of. Yeah, the non-personable instinct. dating. <laughs> we just would get drunk and try and find a lady to cozy up to, <laughs> which you succeeded. Not bad. She's all right. <laughs> In a little happier news, Edelman rocked a 
nice Bruins jersey to minicamp today. Awesome. Awesome. I saw my boy David Andrews getting ready for minicamp today. Mm-hmm. I was I was pretty excited about that. It's going to be. I'm looking forward to football season. I've I got, can't wait. I've got the itch, you know, with this podcast going, you know, and it's getting more successful every time we do it. I, I just cannot wait for that to, for football season to get here and uh, the Patriots to go on another run. Hopefully, knock on wood, because I'm superstitious. Um, I saw it today. What do you think of Gronk? Think he's going to come back? Yep. Do you? Percent. How, how far into the season? Before the season starts, or is no. he going to? Nope. Maybe yeah. two or three games or something like that. Well, so I heard two two theories, right? So we don't really have a tight end right now. We just cut one. We don't, and, and the, the other, other one suspended, suspended for four games. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not great. But in Bill, we trust. Uh, yeah. So I think something's going to get figured out. So I don't know. Maybe there's thoughts of him coming back for the first four. Yep. Until Watson's back. And then he's done. And then take a break. Yep. Go on IR or whatever. Yeah. Or I think November. November. Yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty. I mean, the season for us doesn't start till January. (laughs) I mean, that's when we really get going. Let's face it. Over the last, what is it? You know, eight years. Or the last eight, I mean, the last eight years we've been in the AFC Championship. Yeah. That's what I mean. Season starts middle of January and uh, that's when we wraps go. up. I mean, we only got a four week season. I mean, you look at you look at the teams we got this year. You you got the the Cleveland Browns are coming out of left field with a the team. They're going to be terrible. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> eight, eight and eight or worse. Really? Yep. How many games does OBJ play? Um, I think he plays in them all. Really? I think he sticks with them. I think uh, Landry probably won't. Yeah. Uh, and if Baker gets hurt, which mobile quarterback, not a lot of success in that yeah. range. But uh, I don't know. They they have they have the ability to be flashy, but flashy doesn't win championships. This Sorry. is true. This is true. Um, Speaking of football, yes, just real quick. Looking over, uh, Sports Illustrated put out the NFL all, all over thirty team. Yes, so anyone that's over thirty years old, tell me who's missing from this list under wide receiver: Julio Jones, AB, Julian Edelman, AJ Green, Deshaun Jackson. One of the greatest wide receivers to ever play the game. Randy Moss? Nope. Still plays. Oh, still playing. Danny Amendola? No, he's not over 30, is he? Uh, I think he just turned 30. I guess I'm, I'm stumped. Arizona Cardinals. Oh, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, not on the list. Really? All over, all 30, uh, you know, whatever the fuck kind of team they're trying to make up. The other option would be Larry Fitzgerald. There is no other fucking option. He's yeah. He's <clears throat> for guys still in the game. I mean, he just that team is. He's a freak. What was <laughs> it two two seasons ago? He had zero drop passes. Yeah. If the ball was thrown like in a twenty yard circle, he was gonna get it. Yeah. 
he's unreal. He's a he's a just an electric factory when it comes to football, and he's like a one hundred percent A plus good person too. Yeah, how many times do you get that? Not often. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you get A B, who's he's a great wide receiver, but you know, I mean, Julian Edelman, not a bad guy, not a bad guy, and I mean, a lot of the Patriots guys are are decent. I mean, they're Hogan, class acts. Hogan, yeah. Um, not to say we haven't had shitheads, but yeah, yeah. we don't put up with them is the only difference. Yeah. I mean, you look at these guys that come in, like Ocho Cinco, <coughs> comes into the Patriots locker room. I I like Chados Ocho Cinco, but you know he he just didn't fit in with that with our type of gameplay. You know, as a New England Patriot. Yeah, I think you know it shows a lot. You know, on how I mean the. The personality that Randy Moss had and for him to be able to recognize what was happening and just to be like, all right, I can get down with this. And be ultra successful for many years on that team. And then towards the end of it, there was a little bit of a decline and bingo, he was gone. Yeah. And you know what? He retired as a Minnesota Viking like he wanted to and and that's great. And uh, We enjoyed his time while we had him. Yeah. It would have been nice to be eighteen and zero, but fucking Eli, nineteen and zero. Goddamn Tyree and that fucking helmet catch. Don't get me started. I remember where I was. Oh, did you see Aaron Rodgers' little quip? Speaking of being in Green Bay, no. He uh, so obviously he's getting absolutely vilified for <laughs> uh, the back back Tiari challenge. Or- yeah, and I mean, first of all. You need to have a discussion with your O line. If they're they're the ones protecting your ass, and then he throws you under that fucking bus. <laughs> <laughs> fucking time to start doing some down and backs, Bakhtiari. Yep. Sorry, man. But so he's getting a lot of shit because a lot of other quarterbacks, Kyler Murray, um, who else did it? Um, oh, whatever his fucking name is, Tom Brady. Uh, uh Josh Allen and Mitch yep. Trubisky. So, I mean, Brady's was years ago, and they just throw it in because it's Brady. And I thought he just did another one on The Tonight Show or something. That was a, a while ago. Was it? Yeah. But uh, Roger's response was, for some of them, there's finally a talent that they can say they're better at me. <laughs> <laughs> like, huh, all well, right. you know. I mean, you are probably. He's one of the great. One of the greats. You know, he's second best right now. Although, did you see. Pat McAfee's three chug, three beer chug. I did. Oh, a man has a talent. Like, I was thinking about, you know, trying to duplicate that. I don't think, I don't think I have it anymore. Three three beers that quick is a rough, rough yeah. go. Especially. I mean, I used to be able to back in our partying days. I used to be able to funnel a beer like a champ. Now I can go beer for beer with just about anybody, but chugging them—that's a different story nowadays. Yeah, chugging's a young man's game, but in that you know you bring up Pat McAfee in that in that chugging challenge or the Bakhtiar. I don't even know how to. It took me five minutes to figure out how to spell his name last night when I was texting you about it. <laughs> uh, but you bring up that challenge. Did you listen to the Pat McAfee she Pat McAfee show two where they talked about how chugging like brings people together? How yeah. it 
it, it's it's one hundred percent true. It's the, it's the great unifier. Yeah, it's like a universal word for like, let's go. We're doing this, and everybody's going to be excited about it. Yeah, you know? there'll, there'll be a few people that are crybabies, which there there always uh, is. There always is, and but the majority of the people you, I mean, you walk into a place and just slam a beer or slam a whatever you drink, and especially people, if it's against somebody else and you beat them, everybody else around you, no matter who wins, is gonna cheer for somebody. Yeah, everybody's happy. And like the loser in a chugging contest should still be happy. Exactly. Unless he's Aaron Rodgers and his teammates are just roasting him for it. Or actually everybody in the NFL. Yeah. He didn't get off easy with this one. <laughs> you know, I you talk about the two or three people that are going to be crybabies about it. You're exactly right. I heard a quote the other day. You put 100 people in a room, 10 of them are going to be assholes. Well, yeah. You know, it's the 10% rule. At least. And I, I died laughing when I heard it because <laughs> I knew it 100% true. So I uh, was going through my phone notes earlier, and I came across my bucket list. Oh, boy. If I, you guys want to hear a couple of those. I won't reveal them all. What do you think number one is, Garrett? Uh, chug a beer with Pat McAfee. <laughs> That's the new number one. <laughs> um, hip replacement, actually, because I'm an old man. Yeah, and the old toy gips. <laughs> I've got some. I've got some of the arthritis, but you know what? So that's number one. Number two, bankrupt an all-inclusive resort just because I'd like to give it a shot with their with their all-inclusive drinks. Um, and my wife's not a big drinker, so if we were there together, I'm going to have to pick up her slack a little bit, you know? Okay, I can't blame you there. Um, and number, I'll just do the top three. Number three, give birth or... Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to give birth. Just say. But have a child and turn them into a all-star left-handed pitcher. You know, start taping their right hand to their chest when they're eating. You know, kind of just hit, mold hit. them a little bit. Yeah. Tape them to a fence and hit <laughs> yeah. line drives at them. <laughs> With one hand tied behind their yeah. back. It's, you know, it's just one of those things. So that's my notes. When you got anything? Um. So we got the wife's all jazzed up. Jazzed up. She's she loves she's a fitness freak. She is. But it's summertime and her um if you're ever in the area, check out um Cone Wellness. It's run by a good friend of ours, Katie Johnson. They do sup yoga. Stand, Stand up paddleboard yoga? Yeah. Floating? Or like are you on a on a mat? Oh, no. Floating on the board doing yoga. In the water. In the water. In the ocean. In the ocean. Yeah, I mean. Like, like, where there's sharks and shit. Well, we don't have sharks I know, here. But like, but like not in a pool with a lifeguard. No. Right down here. Right in the harbor. Toss uh, the boards and go for a little paddle and then do yoga. I'm going to be 100% honest. And I'm not. Go for it. That's great. None of that interests me whatsoever. Just, I mean, I have a hard time standing up out of this rolly chair I'm in. <laughs> you're gonna put me on a, you're gonna put me on an inflatable board or a fiberglass board in salt water. I mean, the only, 
and do a little downward dog. Does doggy paddle count as <laughs> count as a yoga move? No, because that's about all they're gonna get out of me after a big splash. I'll post. I'll post a picture from last year. <laughs> it's just so that's that's her big weekend plan. So I'm on daddy daycare all weekend, which will be Good awesome. For her, though. So. Yeah, you're gonna have a blast at either way, and she's gonna have fun. And, you know that. I mean, I have seen people on the social medias doing that, and that takes some. It's insane. That's, you know, at one point in my life, I was like, I should try paddle boarding. And then I realized I don't, I can't swim. <laughs> so I that, shouldn't try that, paddle. Boarding. I mean, that might be a, a good requirement <laughs> yeah. to have is the ability to like, you show up to a paddle board lesson and they're like, you know how to swim. And I say, I don't no, even and think they'd probably ask it. I mean, if you're showing up to paddleboard, you probably you, should know how to fucking swim. I mean, I can tread water. I can, I can get myself out of a situation. Plus, I probably I'm pretty buoyant, yeah. <laughs> so I'd probably be all right. But still, the I'm not doing it. Don't worry, folks. I'm not going to be on a paddleboard anytime soon. It's fun. I there's a lot of guys in the area. There's there's a few guys I know that striper fish with a fly rod on them. That's got to be a ride. I would. That's 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 on my list to to go do. The uh, we live in the area for it. That's no doubt. But on my phone notes, one thing that uh, last weekend, actually, right after our last episode, took the wife out for dinner. Oh, that's right. And Jesus Christ, I fucking hate people. <laughs> Went to this awesome little downtown restaurant in Kittery. Um they really kind of brought back the downtown part of Kittery. There's a great little foodie culture over there. It's not really just a a swamp hole for drunk, drunken sailors drunk, anymore. Drunk shipyard workers anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple nice restaurants. We were at one of them. We get sat at a table after, I don't know, waiting for five, ten minutes. Really? That place there? That quick there? Yeah. On a Saturday night? Yeah. Well, we got done a little later than we should have. Yeah, that's true. She was She was a little... <laughs> irritated but so we go out and we sit down and there's four people or at first there's only two people there's a four person table the other two show up and they start talking and i don't know if anyone that listens to us knows anybody or is actually in the portsmouth symphony orchestra but you got four people in there that are a bunch of dickheads <laughs> the entire fucking dinner so the note i wrote down was the art of eavesdropping and fucking stupid conversations so these people spent an entire hour just bitching about the orchestra and about people what well, i mean one about point, the guess like the people viewing the orchestra? no 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 other other orchestrators really yeah they're like, oh, you know, Tina and the tuba, she's just, she just can't do it anymore. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, she got braces, so that's why. And they're like, no, she sucked before that. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, people. Well, I guess it goes to show there's shit talk at every level of competition, I guess to say. And the, I mean, they were, uh, I'll give it to them. They're, they gave a lot of fucks about the orchestras. One guy was real upset with himself at practice because he came in at one, two, three, one, two, three. It should have been one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. I fucking lost it. I couldn't <laughs> fucking sit there. I was getting kicked under the table because every time they started talking about one kid showed up without his shoes shined. 
I'm fucking. People still do that that aren't in the military. You're not there to fucking look at my goddamn shoes. You're there to listen to my fucking music. So fucks it matter what I'm wearing for shoes. But fuck, they were all bent out of shape that his shoes weren't shined. And the wife asked him what my plans were for the next day. And I said rather loudly, I don't know, might pull out the old Chippewas and get the brown leather, brown leather shoe polish out get, and get, get, them, get, them, get them shined up real good. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I mean, how hard she kick you? No, it wasn't good. <laughs> but I mean, for fuck's sakes, people, you're in a fucking orchestra. Great. Don't be dickheads to everybody. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of assholes in the world and i have my moments we all have our moments we all do but like just sitting there and uh it was it was but that's that it was remarkable that's the like the i i'm trying to think of the word consummate millennial right there sitting and talking shit about people that you you know essentially work with you know that they're in the orchestra together you know let's Join the team, you know? Yeah. Let's do a little better next time. Well, or just bring it up to them. Yeah. Just face-to-face, like, hey, let's let's work on this. This isn't working out. Like, I mean, I know I could do that in my daily life a little bit more here and there, but. I'm kind of, I, I do it fairly regularly. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't come off well, but <laughs> I'd rather do it. You know, get it out in the air. That's right. We will be uh, right back after a. A little break here. Welcome back. Here we are. So I had to come back. This song just reminds me of uh, listening to Heartland Radio today. And one of the guys on there, if you guys aren't familiar, check them out. They're fucking hilarious. One of the guys, Gorman, a little rough around the edges, has me blocked on Twitter. Has <laughs> Huey blocked on Twitter. I know he's got Matt blocked on Twitter. Uh, he's got a. He's a nice guy. Yeah, great guy. Just does not appreciate a couple of your mom jokes. And yeah. to be fair, Huey and I were actually defending his mother <laughs> at the time. <laughs> sarcastically but still that wasn't it was not in an attacking manner and down the shoot we went yeah so but still get to listen to him on the old podcast and he has a tom brokaw fucking impression that is spot on oh it's 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 unbelievable it was yesterday's episode i forget what number it was heartland radio 2.0 like Absolutely incredible. 75 or something? Something like it. that. Garrett. Sir? Have you heard about Thrive Fantasy? I have. I'm actually on there. Are you? <clears throat> now, for a dumb, you know, well, now podcaster, I guess is the best way to describe myself. Downloaded the Thrive Fantasy app. $10 withdrawal. Bet two dollars on a contest, twenty bucks or ten bucks, just like that. One might one eight bucks. So now and my, you also doubled up your money, didn't you? I did because I used the code may or used the code stupid S T O O P I D. 
get, get when you free, sign up. Free ten dollars if you don't if you put in ten, you get ten. So they're just giving you money. Yeah. You know? And it's and it's pretty easy. You go in, you I was doing it on baseball. I got different contests for different players, you know, over unders on you know how many hits they're gonna have. Uh last night Chris Sale fucked me. <laughs> <laughs> Because when I looked at it, I was like, well, he's been having a shitty season. Last night, he strikes out 12. The over-under was 9. So I went under. I didn't think, I mean, my fault, I figured, you know, the way he's been playing, it's probably going to be less than 9. I was wrong. Good for the Sox, <laughs> but not good for me. So yeah. not necessarily go with, go with what I go on. But I'm excited for football season with Thrive Fantasy. I think it's going to be a good time. Yeah, they're pretty – I mean, definitely newer groups starting up. Uh, they reached out, so um, trying to give them a little bit of love and see how they're – see what they got going on. But, yeah, I mean, put in 10 bucks, They give you 10 bucks, so you're starting at zero. And I've yeah. made some money on it. I've lost some money on it. But I stick to the $2 bets. Yeah, it's – It's I safer mean, that way. I, I am a little bummed they don't do hockey. Yeah. I'm fucking full-on hockey mode right now. And With the Bruins playing tonight, I mean, game five. It would be nice to bet on them. Yeah. They get a, was it one, they play tonight and then they head back to St. Louis? Or is it they play three? No, they're. Uh, Are they in St. Louis tonight? No, they're in Boston yeah. tonight. The city was buzzing. I'm sure. The uh, what else we got coming up here? We got summer's here. Summer is here. Again, I'd like to reiterate: if you don't know where the fuck you're going, <laughs> don't forget that you're not the only cocksucker on the road. So when you decide to stop in the middle of the fucking road, I am gonna blow my horn, and you are gonna give me a dirty look, and you're gonna get one right back. It's also 2019. Everybody has a GPS, whether it's in your phone, whether it's mounted to your windshield, whether it's built into your car. You got one. You got one. And if you can't find the address, ask. Ask your phone. Because nine out of ten people nowadays have a smartphone where you could just say, hey, I want to go here. And the GPS is like, all right, follow me. Let's Let's do this. Let's go. I did see while I was in Green Bay. I saw two flip phones. Did you? I, I actually saw a flip phone the other day. Older I, guy. I let it slide. I haven't seen it. I couldn't tell you the last flip phone I saw. Some days I wish. I see a lot of the. I see a lot of flip phones from like shipyard workers. Mm. You know, like supervisors and stuff. No cameras in them. Kind of fancy because you can't take pictures of nuclear powered submarines. Imagine that. Weird. Yeah. That's why the USA is the best. Nobody has pictures. Oh, there's pictures out there. <laughs> I got pictures of fuel pools. That's pretty. There's a, Allegedly has no, pictures. No, they're out there. You can Google them. Half of them come from the plant themselves. It's actually, there's a couple of utilities out there. I think they're doing it the right way where, I mean, growing up working in nuclear power, there's a lot of dirty feelings towards it and i don't really care where you stand i it's pretty evident where i stand <laughs> and uh 
But there's a couple of companies that, you know, are actually trying to get a social media presence that my former company, not on that bandwagon whatsoever. Um, but it's kind of cool. I mean, you get a lot more good press that way by, you know, educating people. And I mean, that's the biggest thing is not not educating enough. And I mean, this fucking Chernobyl show. Holy fuck. I have watched it. It's, I mean, once it's a cool representation. Um, you know, the director's pretty straightforward when he says, you know, where I'm not trying to be accurate as like a nuclear physicist, um, which kind of does a disservice to the people trying to spread like good news about it. But yeah. you know, their biggest thing was, you know, the lie and deceitfulness and trying the, try, the Tell the story of it. Yeah, the way the USSR tried to hide it from the entire world is really what they're trying to get at. I mean, a couple people, you know, in the industry picking at it and saying, you know, oh, well, they did this, 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 and this wrong. It's like, well, yeah. No doubt. Ask a veteran about a fucking war movie. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I mean. No doubt. Um, It's a movie or miniseries, whatever. People are going to have their opinions on any on anything, and opinions are like assholes. We've all got them, and they all stink. Simple as that. Even ours. Yeah, I mean, our opinions are stupid. I know it. <laughs> That's how we named this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what else have we got going on? Anything coming up this weekend? You're playing Daddy Daycare. Playing Daddy Daycare. Uh. You gonna do anything cool with the girls? Probably fishing. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be a beautiful weekend. It's fishing season. It is. I even you're gonna kill me and probably kick me under the table for this. I haven't even bought my license yet. Oh Jesus Christ! You're I need than, to. You're worse than my wife. She hasn't um, bought hers yet either. <laughs> I need to get on that because deer season's coming, and you know it's illegal to sit in the woods with a firearm and not shoot anything. I was going to say, you just going <laughs> to buy a tree watching permit. Yeah, pretty much. I just like to sit there and enjoy the outdoors. That's yeah. why I'm there. I mean, Hey, it's a time. Outdoors to, are beautiful. <laughs> they are, especially in Maine in the fall and the summer, spring, summer. We keep saying it. Summer, summer isn't for another 10 days, 10, 12 days. It's, and it's still big. I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt. Which was Soft. which was a which was a bad idea, mind you. This morning I woke up, it was pouring. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna rock a long sleeve today. Got hot. And then I got to work and the sun came out. I was like, wow, it's kind of humid. Yeah, the uh the weather in Green Bay was pretty nice. Was it, it? Looked like a degenerate flying, but whatever. Did you have the man bun up while you were uh no, just a hat on, but uh sleeveless. Sleeveless. Yeah. Of course, Fuck it. whatever. Yeah, might as well. I don't like going. I get a bit of a granny wave, so the sleeveless. I don't think it looks good on me. I don't mind it. it. I rocked it all day yesterday and just threw on the same shirt today to get on a plane. I didn't care. It's... Oh, so speaking of this, I was telling Garrett a little while ago. This past weekend, my place of employment, we sponsored a golf tournament, and as a whole, one prize, you know. Due to regulations and stuff, we had to be there. So we stayed on one of the holes and hung out and shot the shit with the golfers, had a couple beers, had a good time. Fed us lunch afterwards, so you can't really beat that. So this past Sunday in Maine, it was cold and rainy, and uh, we get out to the hole. 
and we're sitting there. First group comes up, four guys. They pick who's going to shoot first. This guy is 6'4", 6'5". Hull says 162 yards to the pin from the tee. Plays like 180. It's uphill. It's foggy. It's raining. So he rips it. Hits the green. 20 yards from the pin. What club did he use? 20 feet. 20, yeah. Not 20 yards. 20 feet. Excuse me. 20 feet from the pin. What club did he use? Take a guess, Garrett. Uh, 180 uphill. I'd probably play a strong eight. Pitching wedge. A little monster. Yeah. He uh, he clubbed it. Nobody else believed him. None of the following groups believed this. But it happened. And then this happened. And ladies, I understand what you're going through now. Did you start bleeding for a week? No. <laughs> but I was made to feel uncomfortable by a golfer. I'm standing there minding my own business. Now, mind you, I've told the listeners in the past, I'm a big guy. You know, I've got a bit of a bit of a carriage I'm carrying around up top. Man tits. Simple as that. Standing there, guy gets out of his guy gets out of his golf cart, and I notice his eyes drifting. And I wanted to say, my eyes are up here, Chief. And it was they, they were like locked on. I don't know if he was I mean I mean a pecs are my pecs are pretty impressive. It was also cold out. Uh, so the tur- high, be- high beams were the, on. The turkey was done, mind you. And uh so I I, I felt uncomfortable. And I kind of just I was like, wow, well, I know how the women feel. You're when- a, you're a little piece of meat there <laughs> in his eyes, huh? I guess so. But I let him go and he played his game. I don't think he got it on the green though. So yeah. um, <laughs> hard standing up with a boner. <laughs> this is true. It's kind of had to lean over, yeah, cross your legs a little bit. He Probably. was drinking a Red Bull too. It was past nine thirty in the morning. Was, you're on the golf course. It was there's time. Nothing for, wrong there's nothing wrong with a Red Bull, but it's time for a beer. Got got to mix in a little a little go juice. I, I'll tell you what though this uh, this golf course had unbelievably good Bloody Marys. I was impressed. That is the key to a good golf tournament. Just ask my father in law. <laughs> Show up and he's got a bucket of them ready to go. Yep. We uh, we noticed the the beverage cart came around. I noticed in there that they had a. You know, a jug of Bloody Mary mix. So the next time they came around, I said, you guys still got Bloody Marys? And they said, yeah. So we had a couple of those, and they were fantastic. Good spice. Not too not too little, not too much. Good amount of vodka. It was spot on. I was impressed. I mean, those are the keys to a good Bloody Mary. Yeah. Apparently, I missed out. I was told yesterday that the, the Bloody Marys in the Wisconsin area are known for being uh, outrageous. Really? Yeah, like cheeseburgers on sticks, like sliders and stuff. And eh, It goes back to the gimmicky thing. I think if you got to prop up a Bloody Mary, just give me a good mix. Yeah. 
Don't a lot of booze. If it's good enough, you don't need all that other shit. Although, I mean, I love a cheeseburger and a stick of bacon in a in a bloody mary. You gotta throw in a stick of bacon. That's. I mean, st- stick of bacon. I'll even do the celery. Get a little I like celery. You might as well. I mean, you already got the tomato juice. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. I know you don't eat tomatoes, but you know, bloody marys is no way to do it without it. I was talking to my boss though on Sunday. What about a bloody mary? but made with bourbon. I don't know how tomato juice and the whiskey would go. I mean, you think it would like counteract. I mean, that's why they have scientists. They do experiments. I mean, if it's not out there, it's probably not that good. This is true. I don't, I I don't mean to shit on you. No, no. I mean, people have been drinking for a lot of years and nobody's really big drink and just say, ah, although I will tell you, Little pro tip here: If you're a big whiskey fan, tell them to throw the tequila right the fuck out of a margarita and put yeah. put whiskey in. Oh, so you sub whiskey sub. for tequila? Yeah, just Jack, just Jack, and they'll do that. Yeah, any good respectable bar will. It's a delicious summer treat. So it's basically like a whiskey sour. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, but yeah, why not? Normally, that's like. $3 margarita nights. It's like, I'll just do whiskey. Thank you. Do they upcharge you? I don't know. I mean, it's right next to the tequila in the well, so I, I don't understand why they would. Probably. I'm have to try that. It's it's pretty delicious. The uh, other other big news, uh, New England sports tonight, uh, it's really too bad. Not sure who's going to be there to wave the flag tonight. It probably will be someone good, but won't be a Patriot. They're busy picking up their sixth ring. Oh, that's right. Tonight's the, the party. The conflict. You know, living Schedules. in such a city where you can't schedule. Do you think Bob Kraft will have uh, the game on? Uh, probably. Good chance. That's going to be a party. I should put that on my bucket list. Probably have another chance. Yeah. Good chance anyways. Probably this year. <laughs> Most likely. I wonder what the ring's going to be this year. Ah, they're ridiculous. I saw a little promo video of them, and they look outrageous. I mean, this, at this point, they just got to be. What are we? Ah, fuck. What are we gonna do this year? Yeah. What was the score? Let's put that many diamonds in it. Although there wouldn't be that many this year. No, it was a, it was a s- slow. People said that was a boring Super Bowl. I disagree. That defensive defensive game like that. I mean, they still played just as hard. I enjoy the, I enjoyed that one. I, I just really want to actually live through like a comfortable fucking Super Bowl. That's, right. That's my bucket list. If the New England Patriots could do that for me one year, just let us go up big, like forty. None of this fucking. But don't let off. Right. But just keep scoring and hold the other team to like just hold them to like, yeah. I just want a fucking Let Super Bowl that in the last five minutes of the game, I'm not shitting my fucking pants. I'm sick and tired of that. They're up fucking a hundred and there's no chance mathematically to actually come back in the amount of time left. And I can just sit back. That would be that. That's I, that's all I want. Just want. I mean, yeah. the excitement of it is important and it's fun, but they're gonna it's kill stressful. Somebody. They are. <laughs> I don't. I mean, 
you you've watched uh you've watched games with me before it's not good I, i'm a nervous human and i think that really spoke a lot to well actually so the first year i was dating my wife the patriots were in the super bowl against seattle that was malcolm butler yeah interception year <clears throat> i wouldn't watch the game with her I mean, you can't you can't fuck with that kind. I know of we started we started after the playoffs. We started dating after the playoffs. You can't if they had lost that Super Bowl and I was watching with her. Could she live with it? Could she live with that guilt? I don't think she could handle it. <laughs> so, base I did her a favor. That's with right. the, I didn't even want to risk it. I said, you know what? I see this going somewhere. I see our relationship flowering. Why drown the plant now? Yeah. Why don't you just sit at home and I'll go do She my watched it with spot. her parents. I watched it at the local watering hole, which I, you know, that's changed. You know, life moves on. But I couldn't risk that. No. And look what happened. I mean, that game was tight anyways. Well, I mean, it's the same reason I do not own a jersey. I don't. Do I never have. Wife owns, has Previously owned two jerseys. Tom Brady. First game. Oh, blows no. his knee out. She's wearing the jersey. I just looked at her and I went, you know, this this isn't now. Next jersey she buys. Edelman. No. Knee. Gone. No. Oh, yeah. Jersey, no. Jerseys are banned from the house. <laughs> The kids have them. I do have a. Actually, I, I think they've all outgrown whatever jerseys we did have. I had but. a. I had a cart in on fanatics.com last year to buy. It wasn't a jersey. It was a Patriots hooded sweatshirt, and I couldn't bring myself to do it. See, I got one. I had a twenty percent off coupon too. That's a big. Bu- I had a coupon. A coupon, and I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. I did have. I do. I haven't bought another one, but the uh, salute to service. Yep, Patriots hoodie. I've got a few barstool sports Patriot shirts. I've got a cheat code shirt that you got me from Pat yeah. McAfee show. Uh, I bought a Red Sox jersey once, and I custom ordered it with no number on it, not a no name. Play. It was just blank. It was just a regular. It was the gray away jersey and that was it i don't even know what happened to it probably outgrew it but um i one year i was gifted a gronkowski jersey at christmas i wasn't going to wear it that season anyways because you can't start wearing somebody's jersey or any patriot accoutrement after the season has already had already started i tried it on it didn't fit. I took it off, and before I even take the, took the tags off of it, I told my mom, I said, it doesn't fit. Why don't you return it, and we'll do something different. And that's what I did. And uh, that's where I'll leave it. I'm not going to. Yeah, I can't. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even think of the stress that I would have wearing a jersey the first time, and then that person being injured yeah she's uh she's over two we're not gonna let her try for three you can't risk that no i 
I we, think the only way to get around it was if you got her her own jersey, like a Patriots jersey with Hutchins on the back. Yeah, I don't even know if I now. There's, I'm just. You not, can't really risk it at this. point. Well, then point. what happens if I go down? Exactly. I didn't even think of that. Trying to kill me? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, at this point, you're just better off. Yeah, she's maybe she's, a T-shirt. Yeah, two for two. Uh, yeah, she's betting a thousand. I'm not gonna challenge it. We're just not gonna buy anything anymore. I don't blame you. I can't talk to. I can't talk to my mother during during games. And if they lose, if the Patriots lose, I don't talk to her for like two days. Yeah, need a little cooling off period. Yeah. Well, it depends on when the loss is, I guess. Some of them I could just really care less about. I mean, you look at regular season game, it may be only one day. But it's I'm a weird human when it comes to superstitions, Garrett. (laughs) You've known that. Slightly superstitious. Superstitious. Do you yeah. wonder what else we got going on? Um, trying to look, not much. We got a kind of been a slow, slow week. It's Thirsty Thursday. I mean, the weather was actually nice at the beginning of the week. We had a little bit of rain last night and this morning. It's cleared off. It's supposed to be nice the rest of the week. Yet, we yeah. What do we got this weekend? I don't think I have. Going fishing work, with the girls. One more day of work, and then it. I don't know. I'm working all weekend. Get my side gig. I got my regular job. I did tweet one thing out. Another talking about just people. Yeah, being assholes. People on fucking planes. We've all been sitting together for two year, two hours now. Just because we fucking show up to the goddamn gate doesn't mean stand up right now. Sit your ass down. Like, I literally was just chilling. Like, I don't know if the people next to me were pissed off that I wasn't getting up, but one dude hit me in the head with a bag and he got a little, a little lip back to him. <laughs> it was just, you know, there's no need for it. <clears throat> None. There's, there's what? I don't know. It was a, it was a good, good size plane, 737. So, I mean, you're talking at least, call it 200 people. I'm right right over the wings. like to be there. like the wings. That's a good spot. A lot of leg room. Yeah. The uh, exit row. Are you certified? I, I said I'd do what I could. <coughs> she was happy with me. Well, that's all you can do. The uh, Actually, my flight out, they kicked an old broad out of the exit row. Because she couldn't handle it? Yeah. she. I, I wouldn't trust her with it. She was, I mean, she was, she was up there. She was old and she was fine with it. She was, she was happy. And the lady, <clears throat> the lady that was sitting in the seat that she got moved to was pumped about it. She got all the leg room in the world. Yeah. But yeah, we got on and <clears throat> the old little old lady sitting there and she's like, lady shows up. She's like, oh, this is my seat. And they're like, oh, they made me move here because I can't do the exit row thing. She's like, oh, all right. Then I guess I get your seat. And they're like, yeah. So, huh. but people standing up on fucking planes, just let the, f- let it fucking, let the door open. Like, and then another pet peeve, if you fucking had to go halfway back in the plane to put your bag up, which I, I check bags. I only carry a backpack with me, throw it under the seat, and then I check everything else. I don't understand why it's such a big rush. 
But yeah, I check bags too. So it's easier. I can carry a knife that way. Yep. Um, the people that then try and go against the flow of traffic to go back to get their bag mm-hmm. because they're now, you know, in row five and their bag is at 22. If you put your <clears> bag <throat> back there, you wait. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Yeah. And then actually, while we're on the subject of pushy ass people, fucking there was like seven people on the plane trying to clean it as like, I mean, we hadn't even gotten off yet. They're trying to turn that sucker over. They were trying to turn turn it right around. We did get in a little late, but still, it was. I just hate traveling. They ought to invent something that, you know, once you get the majority of the people off the plane, you press a button, then it just Lysols everything. Why can't we just use both doors? Right? They got a door at the back. Yeah. So you got four, normally have four doors on a plane, right? Yeah. Open the door at the wing. Uh, that's the window. So that uh, was true. Yeah, never mind. But open. So you got to load shit on. Okay. But everyone's got to get off too. Okay. So open two doors on the left side. Let the people go out the back. Let the people go out the front. And fucking we speed up unboarding. 50%. But, then, but the people at the back would have to go out out of the tarmac, wouldn't they? Well, fucking make the little tube longer. Exactly. It's not, not rocket science. It's 2019, folks. Seriously. I don't fly that often. In fact, I don't trying, like it. I'm trying to solve a little problem here. Hey, that's I. I get it. You know, it's. But I mean, rip people out both ways, speed up that time, do the same thing if you're boarding, because that's a whole nother fucking shit show. I like to be the. I was actually it was perfect. Got into my connection, connected in Chicago today, and got in eleven minutes before my next plane started boarding. I was halfway across the fucking country in O'Hare. That fucking airport's huge. Yeah. So I had a big walk ahead of me. And I looked looked at my phone, saw where my gate was, and got my bearings and was like, ah, fuck it. I got a check bag. They're not going to leave right away. Yeah. Because if you check a bag, you have to be on the plane or they got to go get the bag and get it off the plane. Yeah. You know, a little TSA. So I'm like, fuck it, man. I got I got a good 20, 25 minutes. So I just strolled up and roll onto the plane whenever I want because I got a seat. I only yeah. have a backpack. No worries. Like, I don't have to worry about space. And the fucking people that just line up like cattle in the middle of the fucking aisle as you're trying to walk by. You know, I think that's airport. what I hate most about, about planes is just the fact that everybody is herded. Or they, they're not even really herded. They just stand up. They do it they, themselves. Yeah. And, and then, like, you know, monkey see, monkey do. I you just, end up with a uh, hundred people standing in a single file line. And then Southwest with their goddamn no assigned seating. You got people elbowing you to get to a number one. Yeah, I won't do that. Uh, I will always buy a flight where I have a seat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because then what I mean. They'll just give it away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, they, we scalped this ticket. Come on in. <laughs> All right. We'll be back in a sec. It's been 24 hours. I need more hours with you. You spent the weekend getting even. So we're back. Um. Gonna wrap up today. Another 
lovely episode of Mainly Stupid here. Again, uh, had a blast as always. <clears throat> you can always get a hold of us. Twitter, I'm at Foulfly. Huey is at Humac87. Yes, sir. Um, at Mainly Stupid on Twitter and Instagram. Um, send us your ideas. Send us what you want to hear. Yeah, we did have one. I forget. I we forgot that. Oh well, we'll do that next episode. Hopefully, we get some, possibly some interviews coming up. Some some more big stuff. Yeah, we do. Uh, we're gonna wrap up tonight with uh, two interviews. That's yeah. It's, it's two two part interviews. Buckle up, folks. Yeah, it's a fucking hoot. Uh, <laughs> it's it. it was a, it was a fun time recording it, and uh, hopefully they'll do more and might even get the wife in on one. My wife too. We gotta get a little behind the scenes. Yeah, we might might <laughs> might need to drink a lot that night. <laughs> well, I have a feeling we're just gonna sit back and they're gonna take over the microphones and yeah, bitch about us. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you can't blame them. Yeah, I don't blame her at all. <laughs> I'm four, sixteen minutes late for being done when I told her I'd be done. Anyway, so. Ah. It's the life of a podcaster, you know, the grind. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We really appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate all the love and uh, give a give a shout out if you want to talk about anything. Anybody interested in coming on to? Exactly. We have the technology. We can do phone interviews. Maybe. Maybe. We'll try. <laughs> Might also talk to Matt. Uh, those guys, they got a... Um, the Degenerates pod or the Loudmouth podcast. Yep. Uh, I believe I have it right here on Spotify. Um, they are a bunch of guys. Uh, yeah, the Loudmouth Degenerate podcast. Uh, give them a listen to. Um, we might try and hook up with them and do a little, little cross cross pod if we can all fucking get our technology straight. So you got a mushroom farmer and fucking wisconsin and two idiots in maine and they've got a couple other guys with them that are in the midwest so technology is not always our strongest suit so but we'll figure it out and you guys are going to enjoy the shit out out and give you some magic in the ear holes so without further ado have a lovely weekend and and hope you guys enjoy the next two uh two interviews you so you want lightning in the thunder to be your intro song all right, here it is. Just a young gun with a quick fuse. I was up Wanna let loose. I was dreaming of bigger things. Wanna leave my old life behind. Not a yes, sir. Not a follow-up. Fit the box with the mold. Have a seat in the foyer. Take a number. Right, hey, hey. I was lightning before the thunder. All right, so who do I have sitting across from me right now? Olivia. And how old are you, Olivia? Four. And who are you? Olivia. <laughs> what else do you, what's your other names? Olivia Hypatchin. Good job. Oh, who's blowing duck calls? Rina! <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite color? Orange. What's your favorite food? Um, macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese with 
And shaky cheese? Yeah. You got to talk into the microphone. What's your favorite thing to do on the weekend? Hey. Um, also ride in my Jeep. Ride in your Jeep? What else? And cheer for bikes. And cheer for bikes? Yeah. And what do you like to do during the, at school? Um, playing with Ruby. Play with Ruby? Yeah. And do you like school? Yeah. Yeah. And what is your favorite thing to do with mommy and daddy? Um. Go to a playground. Go to the playground? No, a different playground. A different playground. Not the playground we have at the house? Yeah. And what's your favorite thing to do with your sister? You're the driver? Yeah. You're kind of the driver, too. Yeah, you're teaching her how to drive, huh? Yeah. And what else do you want to talk about? Um, I like your duck clock. You like my duck clock? Yeah. We should probably put out a picture of the duck clock, huh? You know, Mommy was mad when Daddy bought that. She was? Yeah. She shouldn't have been, huh? That's an awesome clock. Yeah. You like it? I'm going to go tell Mommy that you shouldn't be mad at that clock. I agree. I think we should. Is this all for our interview today? Yeah. Or do you have, anything, gonna, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, I'm going to tell Corinna that it's her turn. Okay. Let's go get Corinna. We'll do her next. You boys ready to get in them woods? That's right. We cut them all, Jack. Yeah, we took them shotguns. We cut them all, Jack. Country boys don't ever run. We cut them all, Jack. Yeah, if it flies, it dies. We cut them all, Jack. Country's how we live our lives. And here we are with Olivia Hutchins. Part two interview. What are we talking about today, Olive? About ducks? Yeah. What's your favorite duck? The one on the clock. The one on the clock? Yeah. So a mallard. Or do you like wood ducks? I like wood ducks and mallards. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite duck call of daddy's to blow? Um, the green one and the black one. The green one and the black one. Good job talking to the microphone. What's, how was your day today? What did you do today? Mm, went outside two times. At school? Yeah. Awesome. What did you do last night? Mm, I don't know. What did we play with? What did we play last night? Toys. Played toys? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Who is that? Karina. It's 
CorinnaBlowing.com. Yeah. What else do you want to talk about? Um, what were we just doing outside? Squidding. Were you good at it? Yeah. Did you crash? <gasps> no. No crashes today? What do you always wear when you're scooting? Helmet. And what's on your feet today? Shoes. What kind of shoes? Running shoes. Your running shoes? Yeah. Do they make you super fast? Yeah. What do you want to do tomorrow? Mm, do a race with running shoes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And what, where do you want to race? What do you want for dinner? Pasta. I mean, daddy. I mean, colorful noodles with daddy sauce and shaky cheese. Shaky cheese? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And? I want Corinna to do it now. You want Corinna to do an interview? Yeah. Okay. And that's it for Olivia. Say bye. So, what's your name? Leah. Your name's not Leah. What's your name? Tina. Karina. How old are you? Four. You're not four. How old are you? Five. You're two. Are you two? Yeah. What's your favorite color? Oh, you want to hear a song? Yeah. Okay, Daddy will play a song, but what's your favorite color? Mm, purple. Purple? Yeah. You got to talk into the microphone. Fun. Mm, yeah? Yeah. And what's your favorite food? Cheese. Che- cheese is your favorite food? Cheeseburger? And cheese. And cheese? Yeah. Oh, boy. You want to listen to this one? Are you singing? Are you singing the song? For me. All right, Karini. What else? Do you like scooting? Yeah. And what else do you like to do? Oh, you're all done with our interview? Yeah. Okay, we'll do another interview later, okay? Love you. Hi, Karina. Can you say hi? You're not going to talk? What'd you do today? Do duck quacking. Cookie. You did duck quacking? Cookie. And turkey. And turkey? Yeah. You saw turkeys? Yeah. Where were they? 
Five. You saw five? Yeah. Whoa. Four. What's the turkey say? Okay. Yeah. You gotta fix the mic for the diva here. What? Oh, you want that part down? <laughs> oh! We'll fix your mic. There you go. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Purple. Purple? Yeah. What about purple? No, that's not water for you, honey. What do you think? What do you want for dinner? Um, pizza and cheeseburger. Pizza and a cheeseburger? Yeah. Are you feeling super hungry? Yeah. Hey, what was in your poop this morning? Mm-hmm. What was in your poop? Gem. Your gem finally showed up in your poop? Mommy pooped yesterday. Mommy found your gem in your poop? All right, we'll talk to you later, okay? Okay. Love you.